Okay, we are here at a different cemetery, which is bordered by a highway and probably the busiest street in town, and is uh, owned by Dignity Memorial, which is like a private company. And uh, this is the one that I've walked through several times on my way to work, and it's in horrible shape. Um, like the grounds are just pretty awful. And uh, I'm not impressed. But uh, we're here for a very specific reason. Um, in 1995, a woman named Christina Tornai Sandoval uh, went missing. And everyone suspected her husband of killing her. Um, but I guess nobody could actually, no one actually could find uh, her body, and that was a pretty big problem. And so they had a difficult time convicting the husband, although somebody saw him, he had, like, muddy stuff in the trunk of his car, and, uh, he had, like, a shovel and some other stuff that made everyone very suspicious, but no one could prove that he did anything. Um, but everyone suspected. So, what ended up happening is uh, in 2017, uh, somebody figured out the, uh, the situation. And the situation is that uh, this guy, his last name was Sandoval, Sandoval uh, found a grave that had been dug, but the person hadn't been buried yet. And he came and he brought her body and dug deeper in the grave, and then uh, they came, the, you know, cemetery workers came, they filled in the grave as, as they should, and, uh, you know, unknowingly, unwittingly buried her underneath the grave. So, that wasn't great, <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, so then it was from 1995 to 2017 it took to figure out what had happened. But then someone uncovered this and uh, had suspicions that this is what happened. And so they asked the uh, owner of the grave, the family of the person buried in the grave. Uh, basically they were like, you know, can we dig up, uh, can we dig up your loved one? Because, uh, we think there might be uh, some suspicious shit going on here. And uh, to their credit, the family of this person was like, yes, of course. Like, I don't know exactly what they showed, but they must have showed something pretty compelling because uh, the, the family agreed. They dug up the grave, and sure enough, they found, uh, they found her. So I'm here at the grave where she was uh, buried wrongly for like 20 years. And uh, I'm gonna leave a, li a little dime on here for Arthur C. Hurt, H-E-R-T, who's a corporal in the U.S. Army in World War II, 
1995. Um, you know, I guess he had some company down there that uh, he wasn't aware of. But uh, it's pretty. That's a pretty dark story. I got there was a there was a quote from the uh, I don't know district attorney some shit <laughs> from some guy. Um, here we go. County District Attorney Michael Rourke. For 7,826 days, 3 hours, and 22 minutes, the location of Tina's remains has been a mystery. Over the course of the last week, we have finally been able to give her family what they so desperately wanted. So that's kind of a... It's, it's a good ending to that story, right? It's a... Nice cap on that. It turned out good. Didn't start good, but it turned out okay. I gotta say, if you were the guy who uh, buried her under the wrong grave, and you did this in 1995, and now it's 2017, I wonder if, like, at what point, or if there is a point where you're kind of like, you know what, I think I got away with this. I think I pulled it off. I think the murder happened. I don't think anyone's gonna find this fucking body. But, uh, he was wrong. It just makes me feel like if you can't get away with it from doing that, because that seems like of ways to dispose of a body. That seems like the um, that seems like the most foolproof, right? That seems like the most like fortuitous thing. And if you could get away with that, eh, seems pretty good. Seems like a I couldn't come up with a better way to get rid of a body than that. How about I say it that way? I think if I got a body under a grave like that, I would be like, well, they caught me. I'd be like, you guys earned it. Like, there's no way, there's no way I can uh, deal with that. You're probably hearing a lot of highway noise right now, as if I'm on the highway. Um, this cemetery butts right up to the highway in a super busy road. I just find this to be like, it's not a quiet, peaceful place, that's for sure. I hope it's cheap to get buried here. Because, boy, is this like, it's noisy as hell. I mean, it's like, visiting here is not, like, pleasant, really. I wouldn't think. Maybe if you're on the other far end, it's better. But, like, definitely this side. I mean, I could, if I started walking, I would be in the middle of the highway in less than a minute, for sure. That's how close we are to the highway. <laughs> and then the other border of this is also a pretty busy road. So it just seems like a kind of a rough spot for a graveyard. I mean, considering, you know, we're not, like, in the most... Uh, urban area that's so developed that it's impossible to make a graveyard or something. I don't know. Or maybe they could have built more bushes and trees and built, grew, <laughs> is I guess the word we use for natural stuff. Maybe they could have grown more uh, shrubbery and shit to mask some of this noise. I mean, like, okay, now I'm in my car with the door closed so you can hear the difference. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, 
brutal out there. I don't know. This is not dignity indeed, huh? I just, this is not where I would want to be buried if I had my choice. Which, you know, not everyone does, I suppose. But um, given, given my druthers, I'd rather not be buried here. Also, the grounds are in terrible shape. And as I've passed through here, they have, like, cemetery cleanup days. Which I'm a little weirded out by. Like, this is owned, I think, by, by Allnut. Which is, like, a big funeral industry thing. If you want to know more about the funeral industry, uh, read the book. Oh, shit. What's it called? The Lady, and she works in a crematorium up in smoke. Smoke Gets in Your Eyes by Caitlin Doherty, I think is her name. Um, it talks a lot about, like, the death industry, and uh, it's pretty interesting. It's, uh, it's a good one, and it doesn't, it doesn't leave you with very positive feelings about um, some of the private funeral things, and I think Dignity is, like, one of the bigger companies, the bigger names in funeral. But I, they're not doing a great job here. And so it's weird to me that they have, like, cemetery cleanups, and they have signs for cemetery cleanups here when I'm like, I mean, you're, you guys are like a private company. I get it if it was at the, the city cemetery. Because you're like, well, yeah, this is like the city-run thing. Some people were buried here just because, you know, they couldn't afford anything else and so on and so forth. So it would make sense that there's like a city-sponsored cleanup time. But... At a private cemetery, that seem that seems weird, right? Like, does Home Depot across the way that I'm staring at right now have like, oh, this is public. Uh, let's uh, do our what do you call that when you make sure that the stock that you have in the system manages the shelf inventory? Jesus, let's have public inventory day is today. Uh, rejoice, celebrate public inventory day. Um. Because, you know, no one's excited by that. But also, it's like, yeah, I mean, isn't that part of your business? If you run a cemetery, isn't part of the business, like, maintaining the grounds and making them nice? And, like, I would want them to be nice if I knew someone who was buried here. I mean, I still want them to be nice. I don't have to know someone who's buried here to want that. But at the same time, it, it feels like a... I, I hate to say not my job in this situation, because it's, you know, kind of everybody's job to, like honor the dead but at the same time I'm sort of like isn't that what everybody who's buried here is paying you for like isn't that what you guys do what am I why am I cleaning up the cemetery and it is next to the highway so I suppose it probably has some additional problems that not every cemetery has but I just I'm not as inclined to to help out over here I gotta be honest, like when it says like this is cemetery cleanup day, I'm kinda like, eh. I don't know, man. That seems like you're like a private company just getting free labor <laughs> because people feel bad. But on the other hand, I sort of feel like, well, it's not anyone's fault who's buried here or their family is buried here. Like they didn't know. If you were like from out of state or something and then you came here, I think you'd be like, What the hell, man? Funerals going on, you can't hear a word anyone's saying. Because the highway's so loud. Garbage everywhere. I mean, the grass looks horrible. I don't know that I'm like the biggest, uh, oh, the grass should be 
like a golf course at the the funeral place, but uh, it should be it should be like just kept. I guess it could be natural plants or something. I don't have a problem with that, but it should just look intentional, maybe, and it should be set up in a way that you can like access the graves <laughs> and not. I don't know. The other cemetery has its problems, right? Like you're walking over, you'll walk through it and you're walking over graves. It feels like you're not on solid ground because there's all these slants and stuff. Um, And it turns out that's because you're like walking on a stone that's just in the ground. That's the size of a brick. Um, So that's not ideal to put it lightly, but it's the city cemetery. And you know, some, most of the folks who are in that situation were buried there at on city expense like a hundred years ago. So you're like, I mean, what? I don't know. It'd be nicer if things were different, but I understand how it came to be this way. This one, I don't think that's the case. So I'm not as uh, forgiving. I don't know. I, I don't like this graveyard. I don't like its existence, and I don't like the way it's treating things makes me almost as angry as this Jeep that's, like, going slow as shit and going to force everyone to miss the, the protected turn arrow. Because they're just like, I want to leave a bunch of car lengths. I'm taking this as a good sign that I can go through all this, like, pot of ween type stuff and, like, life and death and the big stuff and still get angry about driving. I'm taking that as a sign that I haven't changed at all. And I'm taking that as a good sign. I don't know how you're taking it, but that doesn't matter. How you're taking it is irrelevant because you're listening to this. So, you know, that's your problem. How you're interpreting and absorbing this is your fucking problem, not mine. My problem is putting it out. But uh, here you go. We all have our role. Your role is to listen to me yell at cars that you'll never see. My role is to yell about the cars you'll never see so that you can listen to that, because that's something in your life, apparently, for some reason. All right, see you next time.